Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the next edition of Missing the Points. Wow, you sound so chipper. <laughs> yeah, man. I wonder why. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so excited. Dude, so, it's funny because we're all laughing before you started. And like, as soon as Rayshon started, my mood just instantly dropped like seven pegs, bro. It just like instantly went down seven levels as soon as he said, welcome into Missing the Point. Anyways, <laughs> keep going, Rayshon. Sorry. Well, sorry. <laughs> I'll redo that. <laughs> Oh. You're enough to redo. You just, yeah, that was great. yeah, that was Keep perfect. It, it, it really people. just sets the mood, bro. Yeah, fuck <laughs> the fuck the Celtics. Yeah, uh, yeah, su- super super somber, super pissed off, whatever word you want to use. You know, I'm Hollywood Rashawn Buchanan with my guys. Uh, you know, we, we'll do some more basketball, but like I said, we we didn't think it was gonna end, uh, or they didn't want it to end like this. But I'm joined with DK Sizzler in the road, DK Bob Kelly. So. Uh, we don't. We don't. Not have, anymore, apparently. And not anymore, right? So you know, uh, we already have our first turnover, turnover of the night. Uh, but yeah, let's just get right <laughs> into it, man. Uh, uh, se- seven game series. It was an improbable way to get to the seven games, but uh, just what? What's your? What's your raw emotion? Twenty five hours later. Uh, they just find. They keep finding new and interesting ways to hurt my fucking feelings. You know, like I, I sort of processed after game three uh that we were not going to win the series and at that point i was sort of hoping for a clean break for like a sweep because that would guarantee that like joe Missoula would get fired and we would reshuffle the core maybe and like you know it, it would be it would have been such a catastrophe that we would have had to make changes and not keep trying the same thing over and over again expecting different results i think they then fought back and i still retain that attitude up until we forced a game seven Last time we were on the show, I predicted that we would lose game six. We, we played like shit, I think, in game six for, for large stretches. And then game seven came around, and and they finally, I finally allowed myself like an idiot to hope that we might actually get through the series. But a few things are, are sort of predominant facts of the case, right? Because to get to a game seven in that context, to, to make history, as the, everyone kept saying, you have to be ass in three games. So it's like... You make history by losing, you know, three fucking games. Like, it's not as impressive as just sweeping good teams or or even mediocre teams or even teams you're way better than on paper, like like the Heat. I think I knew right away in, in, in the game yesterday. I think I was I was pretty sure almost immediately when they the way they they started. We've said that a lot about the Celtics team, you know, in the first like two minutes, what's what they're going to look like when they come in. I think that I was encouraged before tip off by the garden. I mean, you were there. Uh, you could, you could see that the seat, their asses were in seats well before even the, the warmups. They just had 45 uh, minutes before it. Yeah. The crowd was up for it. You know, the fans were up for it. It's, it's obviously a, a, a tough place to go for opposing teams like notoriously, but we were ass at home. This, this team's ass at home because I just, I don't know if they know how to harness that particular kind of Boston energy, but listen, I, you know, as far as the raw emotions after 24 hours, like 
you know, you sent me a tweet, a screenshot of a tweet today by some fucking Jamoke talking about like you No, dude, I'm not trying to fucking be a dick. I'm not trying to sit here and say like this team's ass. We're not going to win anything. I'm sad about it, but I'm also not going to lie to myself to be disappointed more about it later. So there is some salve in the fact that I knew that they sucked. Like I knew that they weren't made of anything. I knew that they were bullshit. To quote the succession finale on Sunday, they're bullshit. I'm bullshit. A, We're all that was, shit. That was a good cultural uh, reference drop right there, bro. Yeah, that yeah. I'm, I'm deep in. I'm deep in the zeitgeist. Good, home slice. That was so solid. That was solid. <laughs> but listen, that was a salve. It helped me. It really did. Like yeah. I think I would have been crushed, really, really, really crushed, if I had the same sort of blind optimism I had last year. Well, and I, I, I didn't. I, so. I, I feel like it was kind of impossible to have that optimism, which is, you know, like yeah, I was, you would have been I, really lying to yourself. Yeah, I was kind of sh- surprised that you guys had any kind of optimism going into that game seven because it, I did. It, 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 it just, it just, <laughs> I felt, <laughs> well, I'm, ta- I'm talking about Rayshon and Mike, which is okay. funny because it was like literally the exact opposite roles as last year, but like, just the way that they've carried themselves, their demeanors, their body language, like, like he just said, it's just, bullshit every time you look at them it looks like they're not being themselves and it looks like it's just they're going through the motions man so go back what you said about the garden i feel like it is a tough place for other people to play i also think it's a tough place to play when you're underperforming your expectations and the, the crowd has so much hype and expectation that place gets quieter than i've ever heard a group of 30,000 people be it's unbelievable how quiet and like how pissed off those fans get after like two bad quarters of basketball. I mean, they were getting booed after what it was 12 minutes, yeah, but like, maybe but like this, this team has such a knack for, for letting you know exactly what you're in for. Oh, for yeah. the rest of the oh, night. Yeah. They did not one time over the course of this entire season, really, honestly, like even as much as we had a decent to pretty good regular season, I mean, we're the two seat, and I was a little bit in denial about their flaws in the regular season, but they never really fixed anything mid game, right? Like they never really like had a game where they were like, okay, we're coming out of halftime and we're going to look completely different because we're locked in and we, we've recognized the issues that are happening. Like we're going to do this, 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 and this, and we're going to come out locked in. They never did that. If you, if you think about it, if you know this team, you've been watching this team and you probably do, if you're paying money to go see a playoff game in, in the garden, right? Then you've right. seen it. You've seen this fucking movie before. So the, uh, it's obviously going to get quiet. I got quiet. You know, I had friends over watching the game. I got fucking quiet because I knew after three minutes of 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 play in the first quarter that we were fucked, that we yeah. weren't going to win. I knew. Like, I knew for sure. Um, I mean, to, to, I hoped to, 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 that I was wrong, but. Right. No, of course. But, I mean, to, to add to that, so. I didn't I didn't know that the Tatum injury had happened, right? So because I was still I was still downstairs at the time when uh that happened because I know I know what happened within like the first like 90 seconds. So I kept getting like messages from like you guys and other people was like, oh, like, you know, we heard his thing. I'm like, I'm like, what are you what are y'all talking about? Like, I'm 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 thinking y'all are fucking with me saying like, oh, like his pride is hurt, like he's acting like a bitch. Like that, that's what that's what I thought. Yeah, man, I didn't I didn't I saw the anchor roll. I was like, oh, like, okay, that was a bad one too. Was that, yeah, it was a bad one. Yeah, it was pretty. I, I do. I do think that if there was another game, they probably would have, uh, you know, sat him a little bit longer. He probably wouldn't have played, you know, the forty minutes that he that he played. But listen, at the end of the day, he was still there for forty one minutes, obviously, and unfortunately, he didn't. He didn't perform at the level that you know we've seen him do at the, right. the last game seven that we saw against Philly. So yeah, I mean that 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 was that was hard to swallow. But yeah, 
when you when you you're I would say my raw emotion, I guess, uh for me, like I guess, like you said, yeah, I, I have I, I think I've had a 180 since since last year. I just think for me getting swept to me would have been just I, after you make the final, like, that that to me, I don't care what your opponent was, like that to me just would have been like the lowest of low. Like I, I and people can say what they want about life. I get that. I understand that. And we've talked about how they quit and how they and how they back out and how they they fall apart. They they didn't do that. They they did it in the end, but they didn't do that completely. And I'm just like, okay, like maybe, like maybe you find something going into the next year. I don't know, but you know the only disappointment is that like they lost by 19. But I'm just like, had they got swept, like there there would have been no mercy for me on the show. Uh, yeah, but like but I I just, so you, don't, you don't feel like it's worse, dude. Like I feel like. I feel like the sweep is like, oh fuck, we got shocked, we got punched in the mouth, we got yeah. swept. Holy so it's, shit. it's like game it's, seven is a completely different situation it's, where it's you're at home, you took it home, and all cog- the pressure was on the Heat. Like all the fucking pressure was on the Heat at that point, and you still fucked it up. Yeah, like as best you could, you know. Like it was a, it was a, it was a categorically impressive fuck up. Like no. they fuck and like okay, the ankle, sure, like okay. You should still be able to beat this team without Jason Tatum. Like you, you just should. So, like to see them just be Barkley like, got asked a question about Jimmy Butler. To like, didn't answer the question about Jimmy Butler and got pissed about how stupid I know. the Celtics are. That was that was pregame. In fairness, um, well, I mean, but, it's, it's it's all the same. But they, but yeah, they have been making the same fucking mistakes. I just if, if we're talking about the merit between like if we had gotten swept and if we had gone gone seven games, fine, like. That that's a completely valid feeling, right? Like I think if like you feel that way and like you you went out and got swept by the fucking eight seed that like couldn't even figure out like the play in, really, and Lost like the made them look made them look so much fucking better than they actually so are. Like, crazy. but like listen, you want you feel that way? I think that's completely valid. I would just make the case to you that I think that the sweep would have set us up to clean fucking house yeah. in the off season, and I think that they came back. You can start to then. And it looks like they're going to start to justify and rationalize why it's fine to keep Joe Missoula, why it's fine to keep this core together. And I will never, I will never believe that this core has is made of anything. Because you were the one, Ray, who told me very adamantly, if you remember, during the bubble, that we fucking blew an opportunity during the bubble because that was going to be the easiest walk to a finals that we ever had and an easiest finals appearance or win that we ever had. And you were right until now because the fucking Bucks choked and got out of there. And I mean, it's not as bad as the bubble because I think playing the Nuggets in the final would have been a hell of a lot harder than playing the bubble Lakers. I think we could have like we would have been better than them on paper even at the time. But Fuck, man. What an opportunity you blew. You didn't have to go through Milwaukee. Yep. You just had to be Miami. Come on, guys. And it's like now I just like I'm just sick of this fucking team. I don't want to see them together anymore. I just I really don't. Yeah. Man. So to to kind of dispute the sweep thing, the reason I'm with DK on this and I kind of wish it it did just kind of happen is sometimes you got to hit rock bottom to move forward, man. And, and, you know, I've heard this so many times in life where, you know, when you're comfortable, you seek that comfort because you know it's good. You know it's good enough and it'll get you by. But you shake things up to let you make that next step. And I think that's kind of where 
I'm at with this because yeah, it's like the sweep day would have had nothing. They, it would have had nothing exactly, to say. man. And it would have been now they're gonna be like, well, we came back, we correct. almost made history, and it's like so, well, almost my so balls. Instead of, like that's so not mean making changes and possibly moving forward and getting a different culture in here because right now this this is a culture problem. It's clear it's not a talent problem. It's a culture problem. You just lost a culture to get yeah culture in there. Sometimes you need that fuck up, man. You need something to go wrong. And I just feel like the sweep would have done it. And now next year, it's a 50-50 shot that this is exactly what happens again. If this is the iteration of the Celtics, we get back. Exact oh. same thing. It's very possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it would have been less possible, or at least we would have had a different feeling about it if yeah. something had happened this year and we were able to make changes. No, so that that's valid. And I think just to could obviously, you know, this team started to draw comparisons to, you know, the 04 Red Sox and you know, some others was like, oh, there's blasphemous. And even I, I thought there was blasphemous, obviously, until you make you make history like there was no need to to, to bring it up. But 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 we did obviously get it. It was an easy comparison. But I wanted I want to talk about that season in particular because remember, you know, they're kind of teeter tottering, meaning the rest of them teeter going back and forth at that time. And the trade deadline comes up, and I'll never forget it because I was at my grandmother's house. I was, we, were, we were sitting on the porch, and I'll, I'll never forget hearing the uh, Peter Gammons and them talk about the rest of Doug Mankiewicz for Nomar? Yeah, Nomar. And I was like, huh? My grandma was like, they traded Nomar. I said, what are, we talk- what are you talking about? He's like, they traded Nomar to <laughs> Chicago, and then it's like, it was like a 14 trade, whatever. Doug McCabe, Leonard Cabrera. I forget who else I came back. And, oh, Dave Roberts obviously came back and, and the deal. And I remember saying, like, 13 year old was like, oh my God, like, how do you, how do you trade the guy that's, that's been there and been through the battles and been through X, Y, and Z? But it was, it was, it was the, like, you know, Theo, Theo was never afraid to make that type of move. Once again, I don't know if Brad, Austin Ainge, uh, Mike Zarin, Steve Pelayuka, you know, Rich Gotham, like, I don't, I don't know if, well, actually, I'll, I'll leave some of the builder, but I don't, I don't know if that, that group would make that decision. Once again, they've been very good at making little tweaks. So the roster, once again, Michael Bradley was a really good addition. You know, we'll get into how he shouldn't have played in my opinion, but we'll, we'll get into that shortly. But it's obvious like, though, right? Like they, they, like, you know, I know that we said good things about the GMs, but it's a little bit of an obvious maneuver to be like, okay, well, we well, need to like add a wing piece, they, like add a guard. Like there's no evidence that they, they know would actually do it if they were forced to. Yeah. Yeah. When, when your hand is, that's, I, I feel like that's kind of what Theo did, no? He was forced to make that trade because of that Jeter thing, because of what happened in 03. There was there was a forced culture change on the Red Sox. This right. Celtics team, to me, was more like the chicken and beer Red Sox than they were the 04 Sox, man. That's that's more what the vibe felt to me, personally. So, so that, okay, I, that that's, that's a fair comparison because, I mean, I remember that 2011 team, they ran through the American League for about a good four-month stretch. Like, just ran through them. And the next thing you know, they choked in that final month. So I, okay, that 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 that's valid. I was just going back to the no more thing, and I just felt like I think I don't, I, don't say, I don't want to say Jalen Brown is no more, but I think in this in this regard, people some people that that have liked this game and enjoyed the game, once again, it's hard to get twenty seven tonight. I, I know when we talk about what the turnovers and you know, I, I get that. I just think to me, if you if you are going to make that move, and once again, I know you two are on board with that now. I've had my moments when I've, I've wanted, you know, change when it came when it came to him or Mark Smart, or whatever. I just know you you if you, if you're going to make that type of deal, you it, it better be a Doug. It better be that type of deal because if not, you're going to be looked at crazy for the next ten years. <laughs> yeah. So, 
you you got you got to get that deal right. So where, wherever it's at, I actually saw a pretty decent one earlier. And let me know what you guys think about this one. I saw it was Brown going back home to Atlanta. And it was Murray, Okongu, and Sadiq. Love it. I mean, so that to me, bro, that, 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 that's a. I'll drive him to the airport that's a right McCabe now. I'll drive him there. Yeah. yeah, that's a McCabe's type deal. See you later. See you later, yo. You know, if, if, if that was the case. Now, I don't, I, don't, I don't see why. It's the same idea of why I liked Halliburton coming here. And yeah, but exact I, I, I like the Atlanta. I mean, mindset. we talked about that earlier. Like, I, I'm, I like the, I like the, the Atlanta movie. Uh, that one's better. That one's definitely better. Yeah. So, what, what do you think about that, DK? Like, what, what would you, what would you, would you, would you entertain that deal there? But those three. No, I, three I, I mean, I, th- I don't know if we're getting that. To be honest, after like where his where his stock is after that game, I, I will also say like, I think I'm a little bit less putting the putting this at Jalen Brown's feet than you guys are. I see why you're doing it. I was very frustrated with him yesterday. Also, obviously, mm-hmm. he definitely had a terrible game, and it's the worst possible time to have a terrible game and. It does suck that it happened when we needed it most and et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know the story. You were there. But to me, like, I I still think, and it's kind of going off something Bobby said today in the chat, I still think that there's a world where you can take Jalen Brown and put him in a situation where he, if you're smart about it, he can max out his value to your team. I, mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on what we're, we're getting for him. Like, that deal... Yeah, I I would take that deal. Like I'm not. See you later. Like, yeah, I just don't. I don't know if we're getting that. Like I I don't know if that's a. That I feel like be, it'd be it'd be more realistic without Bay. But that's yeah maybe. But like regardless, I I I don't want to scapegoat one individual player because it's not as if we were doing great and we had this great game plan that we went in every day, every game. It's true. And then Jalen Brown turned around and was like, "Fuck that! I'm abandoning this great working system that like." We've done all the time because fuck you, I'm Jalen Brown and like fucked everything up. Like you left, you consistently left the players in a situation to figure it out for themselves. And the game plan was constantly like, oh, it's not working for you to just jack up threes. I'll just Jalen Brown. Like I know it's 24 hours out. It's like, it's fresh. Those turnovers happened because he was like trying to get inside. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I don't know why he decided that he was the guy to like go to his fucking left hand all of a sudden when that thing has failed him like his entire life. I have no idea. He was like, he was like, my left hand. It's today's the day. But okay, but at least he was. You know, he turned the ball over a shitload of times. He was on the ball. He was trying to do shit. You know, it's not as if to me, it's far more egregious to watch Jason Tatum disappear and, and not. I'm not even talking about Game Seven. I know his ankle hurt. And I know his little ankly ankle hurt, but <laughs> I, I it's, far, it's far it's far more egregious to me to watch him disappear in 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 fourth quarters in big game situations by intentionally ghosting, like passing, getting just I can see he wants nothing to do with the play, like he mm-hmm. wants to be two mm-hmm. passes away from the play, two passes away from the play. He positions himself, or he'll set a screen that he, he knows he is gets nothing. in the corner when he when he's sitting also, in the corner. You know he's fucking, yeah. he's toast, and he's just he wants nothing yeah. to fucking do with it. Maybe it, like maybe he'll shoot. Also, everybody always knows when he's going to shoot, and that's another f- story. And I'm not even saying that Tatum's the one that needs to go or whatever. What I'm saying is like, I think culturally is a symptom of a problem to me, and I'm not necessarily sure that Jalen Brown should should wear the albatross of that particular game because that game looked. Exactly like every other game we fucked up this season, this postseason especially, and it wasn't always his fault when we fucked shit up. So for me, it's like, I don't know. You know, I mean, a deal like that, sure. You know, like, I'll take it. But for me, it's like, I've also seen him 
perform, you know, in, in, in different sets of circumstances. Like, I know it might sound conservative, but for me, if I if I had a perfect world, like, wish list of what we do, like, I think we keep Tatum and Brown, both of them. I think we make another run with, like, a different coach that actually knows how to coach a basketball team. I think we get Marcus Smart out of there. We get we we say that that experiment has failed, and maybe it turns out you need a fucking point guard to play point. Get a guard. real fucking point guard. Wouldn't that be? Uh, nice? Yeah, maybe it turns out a point guard should play point guard. I don't know who fucking a dude who who knows what plays the run at the beginning. Yeah, and like maybe because that was the other thing. Like, okay, if you're Joe Missoula, and I don't want to go off on a tangent. I've been talking for a while, but if you're Joe Missoula, and you expect them to call plays on the fly, and you're not going to call timeouts and run plays from timeouts, and actually like use that little fucking whiteboard that you keep waving around. Then you need a point guard who's able to like game manage. And like Marcus Smart, I love him to bits. I do love culturally what he brings, but that man is more influenced by the fucking tenor of a game than like I and I'm a fan, you know? And like he will just get influenced. He'll rush his shot. You can see it. You can see the spikes of adrenaline in his brain. Yeah, and it it trickles out and he cares and I get it. But maybe a real point guard in that position, like the fact that Gabe Vincent's out there just cooking us, you know, and I'm like, man, I wish we had a fucking guard that was shooting like that right now. And uh, and also I'm sorry, but Rob Williams, like you just didn't show up, man. Like you 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 if your body's gonna fail you every single time we need you, and like I don't know if you guys remember this, but we put that. Wow, well, you probably do. It was just yesterday, but we kept putting that like extra small <laughs> lineup out. You know, we were like, where yeah. Joe's like, Joe's like, ah, well, the two bigs didn't work in the first three games, so obviously midgets, no bigs, midgets is the solution. No bigs. It was like I was like, oh my god, and then all of a sudden it was like. What was the one thing that was working for us in that game yesterday? We were getting offensive boards. Like, it was happening. We were getting offensive boards. Well, we were capitalizing on them. Yeah, we weren't yeah, capitalizing on them. We weren't, we weren't capitalizing on them at all, but we were getting them. And then all of a sudden, it's like, uh, here's what I'm going to do. No Al Horford. That's not in the top two years, what I'm saying. And make a very significant change to the coach and the entire coaching staff. And uh, and I think you could build. I, I'm 100% ready to give up on the two best wings. The, the best wing combination in basketball. The first players to average as much as Kobe and Shaq did in their fucking prime. Like, yeah, I, I, they're talented. There's gotta be a way to get them to mentally where they need to be. Like there has to be. So I want to, I want to stay right there. There's there's like nine, there's like 97 things I want to break down in that rant. You just went on. No, it it was great, but (laughs) if you want to focus on that last part, right. Cause no, cause like I said, David said many times that this is the best duel since Kobe and Shaq. And once again, I, I I'm not, it's statistically true. No, I just it's, it's, I just mean the scores. I just mean the scoring. No, like, no, no, sure, no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to get dragged wait, into can, a conversation by the entire Lakers fan base. Can I go on a J? Can I go on a mini Jalen rant real quick? Because I, I I do have. Yeah, go good. Go okay, so I I completely get what you're saying, man, and I get it because listen, I've been in that same camp. You know, when I last year, I I would have, you know done anything to defend the two most talented Celtic players that I've seen in my lifetime because they definitely are no doubt about it but I I think we're at a point now where you are who you are and and I feel that way about a couple people on the Celtics and and I don't expect it to change no matter how many off seasons we can go into being like well Jalen will work on his dribbling Jalen will get better it's not going to get better I'm sorry the dribbling is not going to get it. Might get yeah, but, a little but better. You don't need to but put it, him in a position where he has. Wait, to I, I completely point. agree. I completely agree with that. But I, when you're being relied, that's why I, t- I think he's kind of a three on our team because if you're going to be relying on him to take that burden off of Tatum when Tatum's not there, I don't know if he's the guy to do it. Is where I'm going with it because 
if if the burden's on him sometimes, it just sometimes the moment feels too big. And it's happened a couple of times. It happened in the Milwaukee series last year where he just laid absolute eggs. It's happened in this series. It just it just feels different to me. I love Jalen, but he, the money is too much of what we're going to pay him. And I know it's three, four do years down to, the line. Do we have to pay him? What gonna... el- do we have to pay him what he's eligible for, though? I mean, like, yeah, just taunt. Do you though? Because like you can, you can literally just be like, he's get, he's gonna want it. Though. Okay, no, I and get it. I get it. That's but gonna you, ripple. Like, you can be like, team. hey, listen, the fucking CPA is is a nightmare. It's like, just, can, we give, yeah. can we just give you like this salary so that we're not okay. into a okay. supermax and we'll figure some shit out in 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 other ways? Like you, you people teams do that shit all the time. We so revise, revision, it, but... then revision. If he takes a hometown discount, totally keep him. That's great. If he doesn't, I well, don't think you have a choice. Yeah, I don't. I don't just know. Don't be. Just don't be in the supermax territory, so we can actually sign some. Other so we can get a, like like some bench vote. Yeah, agreed. If that if that's a, if that's a route you can go, one hundred percent. But if it's not, I really don't know if you have a choice because it's gonna it's it's gonna be tough to keep them both under the rules and what's happening. Yeah, it's it's in and they haven't done enough to, to prove me, that like that risk is enough. I get that. Yeah, and obviously to me, Jalen's the guy to go because no matter how many times you bid, he has the heart. He has the emo- yeah, but he can't carry a team. That guy does not have the skill set to carry a basketball team. A hundred times out of a hundred. I love Jalen Brown and his athleticness. But like that that comparison I made I last year. I believe it's year, called athleticism, Bobby, but what did I say? <laughs> athleticness. <laughs> um but that comparison I said last year of Jeff Green looks more true than when I said it last year. And I he's still People better. Been saying he's that still, since we drafted him. So, yeah, but I mean. he's still he's still better than Jeff Green. But his Jeff Green's game, still playing. It, Jeff Green's game, in the finals. It's so true. That's so <laughs> fucking crazy. But I don't know. I just don't. I, I I don't see him becoming a knockdown shooter. I don't see these things that that's really what the Celtics need as that second guy. They need someone that when you pass it out, you know he's draining that three. They need a big man who's going to give him that consistent 30 minutes a game. And right now, they have two big holes of guys that we're trying to count on every single offseason to turn into these dudes that that fit that scheme that fit what we're looking for. I just don't know if that's Can I ask who you a they question? are. Can I ask you a yeah. question? Yeah, yeah. Actually, but I would like both of you to answer this. Would you pair either one of them? And obviously, this is a hypothetical. But would you pair either one of them with Embiid? Tatum Embiid sounds like the best possible scenario I could think of. I would. So you're love not. Tatum so you're Embiid. not. You're not like a hundred percent focused on like the mentality thing. Then no, no. I I just think his skill set's not worth the money that what you're gonna have to pay him. Yeah. If if he's gonna be a top ten player in the NBA, he needs to have the skill set of a top ten player in the NBA. To me, I just think that like I just think that one of them, probably Tatum, because he definitely like is more talented. Like one of them needs someone who isn't like we've seen what it is for, to play Tatum off another wing guy. And we've seen what it is, but that's all well and good. But I think we need somebody that can facilitate to like to take the responsibility off both of them because the one thing that happens consistently with them is like it's like okay now I want Tatum to take the ball off the court like fuck everybody else now because like you guys are fucking up like now I want Tatum to take the ball off the court and like actually do something but he won't it's not really in his game like that right if we had like a I mean I am the Celtics fan saying this but if we had like a Rajon Rondo type player you know that could like just run. Like I'm so I'm so upset how little we were able to run plays, you know. Like just just 
We just were able to just design nothing. Like we saw nothing. Like even the game winner in game six was a terrible play out of the fucking uh, out, side it out. Worst. It was awful. It was a, the, what was the plan? All right, Marcus, you're going to get it and you're going to spin around really fast and take play, a blind turn around jump shot. He said to get a shot yeah, off. Okay, so Tatum doesn't get open. That's on him, whatever. Like, that's cool. You need a backup fucking plan, dude. Like, to me, it's like, it's hard because I, I in some way, I, I agree with you. But at the same time, like, it's, I just, I feel like I he it. could be a third guy. He really could be a great third guy, though. Like, the best third guy. The best guy. third guy. But I do think he might be in that in-between tier. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the tough part. I do agree with you there. But I just – and the money is practically, you know, the thing. But I, I also do think that, like, a lot of the supporting cast are the problem. You know? Like, Rob Williams not being able to fucking do anything ever. Like, not being able to play important minutes. Like, Marcus Smart taking dumb fucking shots. Can't really, like, shit on him. But, like, Grant Williams is out there with his fucking zero 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 fucking quadruple. But if he's trying to be Draymond Green, he's doing a fucking great job of being a certain kind of Draymond Green. And, like, getting involved and wearing his stupid crown red shoes and, like, it's like this is this is the guy you're gonna put next to him. Like, at least fucking Embiid had PJ Tucker being like, "Yo, let's fucking go, dude." You know what I mean? Like, it's just where are those yeah, guys? Where are those guys? You know, like when we had like fucking Marcus Morris. You know, <laughs> like where where are those dudes? We on have this conversation team? every two and a half years. <laughs> I mean, but that I mean, yeah. but that that last part there we were saying about who we're depending on. Like to me, that that ties back to where Grossberg, right? Like I feel like. It's only been maybe two or three years where you really, you thought like okay like they're gonna sign whoever they need to sign to bring to the team. So obviously you had to get KG. You know you, you sign Posey, you bring a Reddy House, you bring um you know, you know drafting Leon Poe and Big Baby Dan. Yeah, and those guys are so important to our championship run. Right, you know? exactly. So, but it's just like I feel like we haven't had that in a while. What's the guy? I thought they got back to that last year with getting someone like Brogdon. I felt like he can be a contributor. Like I said, they ended up getting back to. Uh, the finals before his time in Boston is up, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just to, to me, I don't know. I, I just go back to like you, you got to get that type of deal right. And once again, that it's 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 easy to to slander right now, and it's and it's warranted. So uh, let me not act like it's not warranted because it is. You got to get that deal right. <laughs> like it, it cannot be something where you have to. Yeah, you, you have to. You're right. Fucking uh, like you couldn't train him for. I'm trying to think of a player of like, well, well I'm you just, can't Tyler say you can't Tyler say it. You can't do yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, you, you, you can't, you can't do that. I'm sorry. Like, I get it. I get you, it. You get, you get sent back and then you're still, now you're still, next year we're having a different conversation saying, well, damn, well, how do you have, how do you have what you have at the wing position? And then you gave him up for a bag of chips and, and a hot dog. Like that, that can't, that can't happen. I'm sorry. Like as a, so, that is we are. And I'm 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 just about like it can't I wouldn't worry so much about that. Happen. I honestly wouldn't worry I wouldn't worry so much about that to be hundred percent honest with you because I think that Jalen if he gets traded, he immediately goes into Dame Lillard land. Like I think he goes That's what he needs though. He's like I think the that's... best but he's never gonna win a fucking championship. But We're that's... not gonna be watching him raise a fucking banner as the best player on a championship. Well, I, I, don't, I don't care about that. If, I, I care about the if, return. Like what, what's gonna happen here? I don't I don't care yeah, about but what if I, I want what whatever we get in return. Are you, no, but nobody's gonna say what you think. Nobody's gonna say what you just said to us if he's like not, like if he's not doing shit somewhere else either. You know what I mean? He's got, like, he's got to go to a lottery team. That's that's where he's got to. He's gonna go sell tickets somewhere and be the guy somewhere and get reps. Someone who can be a two or can be a one is to go somewhere and be able to handle the ball all the time. Actually, be able to do those things and and get used to it because right now he's not gonna do that here. We need him to be a smart shooter. We need we need him to to take over the games when he has to, and he just he can't turn it on like that. No, but he just you can't. know who would get the best out of him though. 
The, the team we just Adoka? No, the team we just oh, yeah. he, he'd be fucking phenomenal in Miami. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. And we would fucking hate it. We'd be on here saying culture. I can't believe culture, bro. I can't believe that he, <laughs> that he turned out. Yeah. Oh my God. That 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 would that would be the worst nightmare, honestly. For him to go down there, listen, sign sign a max down there and just go fucking bananas down there. That's exactly what would happen. It, it's I just feel like people underrate how important culture really is and how important a vibe and and your mindset and and how you show up to work every day and how you how you do things every day really how can both affect things be true how can both things be true it's either it's the culture is the problem and we need to be able to get the best out of the players which is what i'm saying or these guys aren't it like you can't know one or the other unless you try one yes you, wait, right. wait, which, well, that's, which that's, one do you want to do you want to try to change true, the culture think, or do you want to try to change the personnel both because i i think the the <laughs> the, the main core is the culture right oh, you're now. saying you're saying Jalen brown goes to my raise that you know yeah if you if you want to guy trades for Jalen brown like sure it's nice. It's a nice thought, but in the real world, a it's super fucking hard to trade players that good. Like if you look at, I'd say it's probably Kevin Durant this last this season, and then I can't remember a trade that size before that. Going back to like fuck, dude, I don't know. Like, did he Harden? Harden probably right. Okay, sure, Harden maybe. Like maybe the Harden trade, but like he wasn't even that. He wasn't even really James Harden yet when he went to Houston. Like. No, the trading the, players, the trading players of this size. So for, first of all, we're all agreed that you have to trade him, right? Like you can't let him walk when the deal expires or some stupid shit. You have like to that. trade. So you have to get a bag for him. It's resign or trade. Those are your only sure. two options. Sure. So in that, in that's yeah, because otherwise it's a disaster, right? So in that scenario, what's the fucking trade? Like you're talking about like one of the biggest trades of the last 10 years. If you, if you make that trade, like it's, it's all well and good to talk, sit here and talk like, oh, what if, we got to Jonte Murray and and you know and and this and this and this or like what if we got that's so hard to do you know like the only way that happens is if first he has to resign then he has to get unhappy and really force his way out right because if the Celtics start to trade him then it immediately if they put if they make it known he's on the market first of all that has repercussions if if well, they make it known like the last on, couple of years so that that's, that's that we're past that. Well, it's, yeah, and that was fucking stupid. That was really dumb. Like, like that was. I not think, I think that affected. That. I think that affected everything. KD, yeah. baby. So that. Yeah, KD. So like that was really that was really fucking dumb to do that. First of all, for Jalen, but also it has value impacts. Like if you if he has that that game that he just had, and everybody has that reaction, and every first comment on every video that has anything to do with the NBA is like Jalen Brown on his way to another turnover. Like, then you make it known he's on the trade block. His value goes down. His value immediately goes down because other teams, like unless you're what you're hoping for, Bobby, is a fucking idiot to call us up and be like, mm-hmm. I will give mm-hmm. you everything for Jalen Brown. Right. And I just think the likelihood of that, that idiot doesn't have what we need, to be honest with you, because he's an idiot and he runs an NBA team. So he doesn't have good players on his team. So like you're you're asking to shoot fucking lightning through a fucking uh, a, a pin, you know, to me, I think there is a third option. And it's a full-blown fire sale. I like Okay. It's a full-blown fire sale. Like, I tweeted last Go, night. Trade Tatum for Wemby? Trade Tatum trade, for Wemby? Trade fucking everybody is what I'm saying. Because, like, and it's like Bro, a Bro, you want to trade Tatum? How about this? I would. Tatum I would. and Brown for Wemby. For Wemby. I would do it tomorrow. I would do it right now. I would I would, I would. get them. Oh, my God. In the I'm feeling like driving LAX right now. But... We'll just change every, and then we'll hire Pop. We'll be like, Pop, you're I, coming I tweet, for Tatum. I tweeted out, I tweeted out last night. 
The only thing you need, the only thing you need to find <laughs> and a needle in a haystack. If in this situation, the needle in the haystack is what the problem is with Celtics culture, and the only thing you need to find a needle in a haystack is a fucking lighter. That's the only thing you need because the fucking needle you, won't you, burn you know, with the haystack. So, will. listen, I, so, I totally understand what you're saying because I'm on board that at the root of all these problems is 100% the coaching and the leadership that's behind the team. I get it. Or fuck it. Like, why even, why even try fix and fix what's at the Just root of the problem? I get, get it. I know. Fucking... I know. It's clearly the issue. And I, 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 I just, I get worried that it's going to take too long and then you're going to get stuck being uh, with a, a contract like a Gordon Hayward contract right now. Like these contracts where we're just paying. I can't even think of one right now where someone's getting paid top 10 money. And like they're a top a, thirty I, player. I, I always call but it Tobias the, Harris. Well, maybe not top thirty. I call it the joke. Tobias Harris. Yeah, call it the joke. That's keep Noah contract. That's it. Like Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is closer to Tobias Harris than he is to Jason Tatum. Than he is to Joel Embiid. Than he is to these. Do you know what I mean? And, that's and Tobias Harris. No and being referenced. <laughs> but. So he's I not. Guess, no, right. He's not. He's, yeah, I'm being hard on him now. You're right. I'm yeah. being really hard. What I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm really sorry. What I'm, bro. I just compared you what I'm talking about, Bobby, is, is like there's a big difference between buying a McDonald's because you want to start a McDonald's franchise and buying McDonald's. Like the the deals are bigger. <laughs> That's you know what fact. I mean. Like yeah. the the deals are the deals are harder to fucking put together in a situation like this. And quite frankly, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. If I was if I was Brad Stevens, I would sit there and be like, I don't want that fucking headache. I don't think we'll get what we need to get. I think Ray's point and his what he's outlining is the much more likely scenario if we try to trade Jalen Brown, which is you get a fucking bag of chips for him. Or or you might get some picks. You might get some really decent lottery picks for him and then you start a rebuild. But like an immediate immediate chop and change that's like going to fulfill all your wishes. Uh, it's tough to you're do. Play, man, you're playing 2 you're playing impossible. 2K yeah, right that, now. Yeah, it's almost impossible. Playing 2K well, right. You do, you're using the trade you're using the trade finder. I get but, it. Yeah, you're fucking you you turned off you turned off all the settings that make it hard to trade and you're just trying to get rid of Jalen Brown. It's not I mean but that but that that's why I think the Atlanta deal and trade because once again the people that's throwing out this Portland thing and wasn't forget about the Dame one but the other one they have was Anthony Simons? Yeah, I do, damn. That'd be fun. And, and, I'll do it. Just forget. In the number three pick for Jalen Brown, I'm like, are y'all? Are you? Are you on dope? Are you on crack? If, like, if you listen, like, no, but for, like actually, that to me was like that's blasphemous. But like I said, that that, that Atlanta deal. No, to if you can get Scoot, bad. if you can get Scoot for Jalen Brown, you do that deal. You do that deal no. right now. Henderson, no, yeah, Scoot's really no. right now. We're just starting no. over then, Bobby. Like, no, just... not right now. And once again, I, I think school's gonna be great. Don't get me wrong. That, that's that's not. But once again, I'm I'm not going back to 2017 right now. I'm sorry. I, I, I just what we'd be doing with that deal. We'd be going right back to 2017. Yeah. Right be, back. Yeah. Can't I'm not be. doing all this over again. I, I'm right not doing. Now. You just said you wanted a hard rebuild. Yeah. Then we no, trade everybody. Said that, but... <laughs> We're gonna do that. <laughs> I don't know. But then I'm... we trade everybody. Yeah. No, no. I'm talking about fucking. I'm talking about having a conversation with you in a year's time where you're saying shit like, "Who's only 20." And fuckwood, and I, well, maybe if Jalen, and it's like Jason Tatum's still there. You I'm way more comfortable in that mindset, there. though, bro. That's yeah, way exactly, more. Exactly, exactly. Like the excuses have run out. That's that's the problem we're facing here. Is the right, fucking excuses right. have run out with these teams. And and they like, but the problem is like they haven't until they get the real coach. Built. Yeah. This is the ship we've built. So what we can do, what you can do, is you can turn Marcus Smart into something else. You can turn Rob Williams, who's got a very tradable contract, into something else. You can turn 
Peyton Pritchard and and a little package into something else. You know, the the the, the you can turn the fucking head coach into someone else really, 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 really fast. I feel like Monty Williams we, is sitting we, at home. Yeah, right I now. feel like that's the can number one. That that's the yeah, that's the number one change that needs to be made. Go ahead, Ray. That's, yeah, that's number so, one. Yeah, because we, we, we not that because we have a gesture around it. We, we talked about it at, at, at nauseum, but I, I just want to I want to do it go go a little deeper into that. So if if we're doing if we're good, if we do what y'all and others and what's it, all of us have said at one point that it's got to be a change. This to be the fourth. Head I'm coach. saying keep them. I'm saying keep them. Yeah, this to be the fourth okay, head coach. This to be the fourth head coach. No, Craig. Craig edits these videos. You know, you can make me. You can make me sound a certain way. <laughs> I love it. No, but yeah, right. that was the case. So people that want him gone, it's like, yo, the fourth head coach of four years. That's not. That's not a recipe for success. I don't care what franchise you are. I don't care what players you have. You know, even even, even it's, it's not it's not realistic. Now, can you get the brain trust around him to take the ease off him? That's how you. That's how you get him back into the game and let him. You fucking, do you really want to see Joe fucking? But, but the, the head see, coach see, next see, year? Is that what you're the, saying? The, there, there's no the way they fire him. Is there's no way. For, it's there's no way. It's not. It's not four coaches in four years though. It's not because you you forced one of them out. One of them was the coach of the year in the NBA. Yes. One of them was the best coach. And, yes. and I, I get yes. I get why. I get why it happened. I do. But it's very clear that the coaching drop-off is significant from that to this. And I, I argue that if that doesn't happen, the second-year culture change sure, is but astronomical it's, it's the it's, other it's, way. It's more, there's more context to it. As I was saying, I think we, we spoke with I more know. We spoke with more emotion, I feel like, then, and I was like, I'm both hands because I'm, I'm I'm guilty as anybody else. Spoke more more about more emotion of it than was actual the actual context. The context is you lost Will Hardy. The context is you lost Damon Stoudemire. The context yeah, is you're right. So half half of your brain trust that was there last year that was helping put this stuff together is gone. So that that part matters. And you literally threw this man to the wolves once again. He definitely didn't do as well as he should have. Don't get me wrong. I'm not defending him, but I just think if you put people around him, they know what the fuck they're doing. That he looks a lot better. Sounds like you're kind of defending Joe Mazzula, right? No, I, I, I just, I, I just, it, just want, I just want what's best for the team overall. And once again, now if there's a, if there's a, there's not a Phil Jackson replacing a Dell Harris situation. That's not there. I'm sorry, it's not. And for those who are on top of when when Kobe and Shaq, are you, got, you don't think Monty Williams? You don't think Monty Williams any would be good for this coach. team? Literally any coach would be Phil Jackson to Joe Missoula. The fucking comparison is. Uh, is <laughs> I, I, I I hear like, you. I hear you. But I, I mean, no, no money was. Al, Al Horford. Listen, Al Horford was coaching in the timeouts. That was on camera. That's, that's also, that's also the market. He was coaching the team. Ask Marcus. That's part of the problem. Can I guard? Can I guard? Can I guard James Harden? Ask Marcus. It's just. It's just. It's so. It's. What 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 I can't what I can't do is have this team next year. If I'll okay, I'll give you this. If they bring them back, and by game twenty, if I still see this lethargic bullshit, okay, and I, people are like it's the players, it's the play, whether it's justified or not. When when you think they're having the same conversation yeah. in Philadelphia right now? We're throwing it's the same, it's the same core thing. We keep switching out our fucking coaches. If I was in Philadelphia right now, I'd be fucking happy. I'd be like Nick Nurse, perfect, perfect fucking jump. Doc got Embiid to where he needed, could, he took him as far as he could. He took Embiid as far as he could. He got him in shape. He got him to a certain level. Now Nick Nurse is going to come in and he's going to use each player that they have there effectively. They may maybe yeah. chop and change a little bit. They need season. glue, man. I said that to you earlier, right? They need glue to hold them together yeah, no, sure, in the sure. moments where they fall apart because they are 
pieces of fragile glass on your grandma's counter that you weren't allowed to touch as a kid. That's who the Boston Celtics are. Yeah. All right. And, and and they need a coach over their shoulders at all times. Like, hey, don't touch that. Hey, don't do that. Mm, don't do that. And right now, Joe Mazzulla is not that. He's he's the he's the one that's like, well, they'll burn. They'll be all. That's the, if you want to win a championship with this team. Yeah, he he he. Listen, that he, can't be the yeah, coach. He definitely can't is. A be. Guy, yeah, he definitely is a guy that if if something was going on with like the other guy, meaning it, meaning it was the head coach, like he's the guy you pull aside and say, man, like what the fuck is going on? And he could say, you know, man, you know it's gonna get better. Like he's that guy. Was there nothing wrong with that? But like you said, they, they don't need that guy. But like I said, I just feel like. Because they're not, like I said, they're not, they're not going to make that change. They're not. And it, it was, like, it's just, it's, it's not, sir, you got to put people around him right now that can say, okay, they, they need a Phil Handy type guy. So they need someone they to need coach to the team. Along. They need someone to come in and motivate the guy around team. Him. Say it again. We need, to, we need a guy to have a guy that will take assistant and coach money to come in and to come and coach. Yeah, team. no, <laughs> it's <laughs> what I'm like. That's, I mean, and maybe that's what it would be, obviously, without really, we're not really saying it, obviously, but I just think that's where. That's what that that's the that's the next move. Like and it has to you have I'll to around them that know that once again that have been there, done that, and that can instill that that leadership because once here's again, the problem, guys. It's it's just, that, here's, here's the here's the main issue. Here's the the absolutely overriding issue of this entire thing. It's something we haven't really wanted to say all season. Because and essentially it wouldn't have been appropriate or after smart to let it to say it until the end. So he's gone one full season interim to head coach Joe Mazzula. This is what this is what we have to show for it now. In context, compared to other seasons, it obviously wasn't good enough, right? Whether you react the way Ray says to react or the way Bobby says to react, it is what it is. Right. They fucked up by doing what they did with Emay in the first place. Yeah. They made the players. Scared. They they made the public think it was a lot more serious than it was, because if you fired him, then it must be like a definite fucking me too I mean, type if, situation. If you ask Matt Barnes, he murdered someone, but keep going. Right. <laughs> right. And then that, that didn't help. Right. That didn't help. That made us all like take pause. But then you kind of eventually find out what happened. The players clearly thought that was a wild fourth yeah. row joke. So whatever about that. Then after you after you do that with Ime, there's stuff coming out with the players where they say, like, we don't really know what's going on. Like nobody from the front office is talking to us, which is obviously another dumb way to handle this situation. Then you take Joe Mazzula, who's like a Brad Stevens guy. Right, who has a direct like link to the GM, and now Brad has control back over the team, and like puts his guy in that position, and you know maneuvers himself sort of back into that situation. The front office is fucking up, guys. Like, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, like, may, we didn't even have to put the full coach tag on him, then we wouldn't be in this like, oh shit, we might have to pay his contract situation. We could just kept him as an interim coach. Who gives a fuck? The difference does it make? So, I, I mean, I, I at this point don't expect them to do anything correctly because a lot of these moves were ego moves. Why they fucking fought, suspended and then eventually, obviously, rival candidates out there, that's an ego move. So if you make it about you and not what's best for the team, that's what's going to happen. This is what it's going to look like. So I don't trust them to do anything correctly at this point, even if it is your your situation, Ray, uh, where, where they put smarter guys around them. I that would be good if they're going to keep them. I don't want them to keep them, but if they're going to, that would be good. But... I don't see it. I don't find then they're gonna be like everyone's great. Look, okay. we almost made history. Let's do it. So it, when when you look at so I just sent you guys a picture of, of a screenshot from Google, right? You look at the dates uh, when he gave these interviews. This is mid season that Jason Tatum is coming. I'm granted yes to quote. It, 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 it was the All Star break. Quote quotes put in his mouth. I get. 
Emi Adoka was my most favorite coach in the middle of a season after your team just just let him go. Just let him go. You know what I mean? And in mid-season, he's coming out making these remarks. It's just, it's so it, it's it's so clear that when you have a certain group of guys, like I've 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 been a supervisor, I've been in a leadership position. And and you need to read your team. You need to know what leadership style is going to work for your team. And Sometimes, some people need some people need to get yelled at. Some people need arm around them. It's just right. depends on who needs what. Yeah. It's it, so sometimes it is the best strategy to let people figure it out because they will. A, a team with a tendency to to three things: a shit themselves when the pressure's on; b not show a hundred percent effort; and c just not show up at all sometimes. You got to crack, crack the fucking whip. I mean, I think perfect example of what's wrong with Joe Mazzula as the coach of this team was after that sh- just horrendous performance in game three. He blamed himself and said he didn't get them ready. If that was a Doka, man, he would have been ripping into every single player on that team. And it would have been warranted and it would have worked and it would have been awesome. But it's, I, I know we rattled off three wins after, so I guess it kind of worked anyways. But... You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's it, it's a certain style for certain people, and I just don't think Joe Mazzulla is that style. So if 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 it is I mean, your, it's just, it's just the shit that comes out of his mouth to me. Yeah, I mean, it's like if it is your you're idea, not, you're not coaching the team. <laughs> yeah, if it is your idea, they need to get someone who yeah. is the yeah. the guy that cracks the whip behind the scenes. Well, it's, it's, it's that's the, fine. That's the classic case of intent versus impact. His intention was right after saying what he said. You have to exactly. Game. Exactly. Game. Lots of good ideas. Yeah. So that that's so cool. Yeah, but I mean, listen, I, I just think to me, and to, to, to speak on this before we I get into the next thing I want to get into, I think that, uh, I think Ime reminded Tatum a lot of Coach K a lot. Because, you know, Tatum told a story about when Tatum was at Duke, and I think Tatum had a really bad first half, and I, Coach K just said, oh, soft-ass kid for St. Louis, and you ain't, you ain't, you ain't about shit. And Tatum had like thirty in the second half. Kind of do Tatum needs like, so that so he 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 so he clearly is someone that it's like oh I can't do X Y and Z. That's why I think he ironically I think if Phil Jackson was about ten or fifteen years younger I think he would have been great for this team because I felt like he he would have gotten into the mental of, of of Tatum. He would have gotten into the mental of Jalen Brown. They they would have meditated. They would do whatever they need to do. And when it came when it came to it, you know they would have would have been you know world, world champions probably a few times over. But yeah, I think they they need that. They they need that more 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 than ever. I think and, he needs that. When he's yeah. led by a dog, he turns into a dog. Yeah. When he's led by a cat, he's a, a little pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So, but I mean, yeah. I mean, but I I don't I don't I don't know. Once again, what the combination is. I mean, once again, I and I don't see why he relieved Philly. Well, I guess he relieved Philly at this moment now that that uh, dog's gone. I would I would love to get Sam Cassell. I've been saying this for a while. Great. Again, he, I said he, that too. When here. You know, once again, that's the kind of guy up. we need, man. That's Sign that's, him up. that's the same. Oh. That's the same line. Listen, we went we went through all this with Brad where I just don't know why the mindset changed, where it was so important that the Celtics got a guy they could relate to. They got a former player. They got a dude that, that, yeah, that was there. Right? The and then and then within one year, you're hiring a dude that they don't even know or, or like had any opinion on. And you ripped away the guy that they love. And you just expect it to be okay. And it's like, you, you can't take a leader like that away and replace it with bullshit and expect nothing to change. 
It's impossible. It's literally impossible. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> uh, so they, they had they had the 35th pick in the draft, uh, thanks to San Antonio, uh, winning a few games in the, in the year and, you know, solidifying their number one pick. So we don't have to give a player, because once again, I haven't done any dive, personally, I haven't done any dives into uh, who could be there at 35. But, you know, DK, I'll start with you. Do you want to see them draft to play at that at that position or do you I mean at that point or would you rather them use that in, in a potential deal over the summer uh yeah I would definitely package it to be honest with you like what are the chances you're going to find another Malcolm Brogdon you know 30 30 plus picks where you you get a guy and then he comes in and he's the rookie of the year whatever it's it's you hope like it's just not it's just not what we're doing right now you know I, I, it's a tough spot I don't I don't think that there's like no way out of this like I, I don't think that there's I think that like there's if there's ten doors that the Celtics can walk through, like going into this offseason and with the pieces that we have, I think nine of them lead to this t- title window shutting forever. I think one of them, if you make all the right choices, including what we do with that thirty fifth pick, then you can get something going. We're in Doctor Strange. We're in Doctor Strange territory here. Yeah, yeah. There's one outcome. Oh my god, man. <laughs> that where where you know spoilers. In, in, Spoiler alert. It's so it's um, so it's so crazy that that's where we are. That's where we are now because it's true though, isn't it? There was so many different timelines before where we led to a championship where it was almost a guarantee. It was almost a, gar- a guarantee. Do you remember? I, I I'll never forget. Adoka said a line where. They they were going to the finals and he went, Well, that's okay. We don't celebrate. We hang banners. Bro, I heard that and I was like, We're winning fucking 10 championships, bro. Hang them all. We're winning them all. And here we are a year later and we have one path. You remember you remember when uh we played life, wa- bro. Washington? That, you remember when we, when we played Washington in the IT era mm-hmm. and we lost that game six and uh John Wall jumped up on the scores table. And he was celebrating. I was like, that was yeah. right when I knew. I said, we didn't have a podcast yet, but had we had a podcast, I would have said on the podcast, I knew we were winning the next fucking game. Because if you jump up on the fucking scorer's table and you celebrate like that after winning a game six, when you haven't even fucking put the fucking series away, and it's not even a final series, yeah. you are a fucking loser, right? Hey, he, he told, and I just he told, he told like, a story about that, too. <laughs> bro, really? I didn't hear it. Yeah, you know, he, I think. Yeah, but wait, go ahead. I, I just I think that I don't know if I necessarily see that in these players. I think that there is to me this team, I know we're 24 hours out and like emotions are raw, but to me this is a team and everything you're saying, Bobby, I think reinforces this. This is a team of guys that want to be led. They want to be they, they to be want led. to have the yes. they want to be they want to have the right mentality. They want to be winners. They want to say the right shit. They want to do the right shit. But they need someone to galvanize them in the right direction. And unfortunately, people, what was very soft, evident. Man. People are just soft in general. You know, like, like you know, you, you you get what you give to people, you know, yeah, like I, yeah. I, it, my my dad made a fucking career of, of being put into situations where nobody wanted to do anything. And he motivated them like that was like his management, like fucking gift. Right. There's a way to put somebody at the top and find out things about people that you might not have seen from them before. And the thing is, we've seen it from these guys before. <laughs> like, we literally, that's I mean, we literally saw it work for an entire season and then and just, just changed it's like, everything. If, if you're going to turn around and say like, all right, let's just like, let's get Joe in a room and like figure out what we're going to do with this 35th pick. It's like, you are just not the bold and decisive person that needs to be in charge 
to lead the most historic franchise in the NBA to their fucking 18th banner. You're just not that guy because we need a man of action. You know, we need a man of action in this situation. And quite honestly, heads need to roll right now. And I, I like, I wanted to answer your question better, Ray. I'm sorry, but if we're worried about what we're doing about the fucking 35, like, this is fucking insane. I don't give a shit. Light the 35 pick on fire. Light it on fire in front of the fucking Atlanta Hawks training facility. Be like, we're not actually not going to pick anybody. We're going to figure out what the fuck we have over here. People need to get slapped around in that fucking place. The first fucking thing I do, the very first thing I do is not let them go anywhere. I'd be like, we got practice tomorrow, just so you guys know. Just so you guys know, we got practice. You'd, you'd, you'd Gordon Bombay him. You'd go, no, yeah, and, and you're all you're miracle. all under a fucking you're all under a contract again. So you better fucking show up, or Send you're gonna him. get fined every single day that you're not there for the entire fucking summer. And guess what we're doing in practice? We're not talking to each other. We're taking fucking free throws. We're just taking free throws for the whole fucking oh, day. Fucking and I don't want to hear anyone man. speak those to anybody throws. else. I don't want to hear anybody say hello, hi, how are you? Just fucking nod and shoot fucking free throws. And that's what we're doing tomorrow. And I haven't thought of what we're doing the next day, but I think it rhymes with ruicides because they need to get fucking Coach Carter. That's what they, they really need. do, man. They do. This 35th pick. Fuck the 35th pick. Sell it for a fucking hill of beans. Cruz! Ask, <laughs> tra trade the fucking, trade the 35th pick for somebody that is, that, that hates the Boston Celtics. That's who I want to coach the Boston Celtics right now. I want someone who hates every single one of them. How about Charles Barkley, Different bro? Reasons. Get him get him in here. He thinks for dumbasses. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Championship pedigree there. Good fucking idea, Bobby. I'm sorry. It's not you. It's not you. Hey, hey how many championships am I going to win? Wait, dude, don't, don't tell <laughs> me. Don't tell me. I, 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 I love that. Guys. I love it. I love it. It's, it's a good one. It yeah, freaks me one. out. It freaks me out. I swear. I feel like I remember Charles Barkley at that age. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> my my memory of Charles Barkley is rock is Charles Barkley. No, oh, definitely so, Sons Charles Barkley. Yeah, no, I was I was when I really got into it, it was it was the rockish Charles Barkley. I just I have such a distinct memory of like it's just so funny that him and Shaq are on the same show because like nobody hated each other more than those two. <laughs> they still, <laughs> like, they yeah, they still kind of do, but like they do. They're old men now, so they like, they they just make money off their hate now, right. so they're completely okay with it. You know, it's like we're fine. I love it. Can't can't wait to get that. Best free game show on TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm with DK on this, bro. They it they got to change. Something's got to change, and it, I don't think it's the players. I don't. I mean, it, one core piece needs to change. One out of the four of those guys needs to go because there needs to be a culture change in that building. That's the main equation. Culture needs to change. And you can't keep doing the same thing over and over. I said it so many times on this goddamn podcast and expect different results. You can't. It is literally impossible. So you got to change something. Got to change use, something. They should use the 35th overall pick to as kindling to light one of their houses on fire because they deserve it. Probably Peyton Pritchard. Peyton, I would light Peyton Pritchard's house on fire and be like, yeah, that's, not that's nice. what I did to him. If that's what I did that's to him. Nice. What do you think I'm going to do to you, Jason Tatum? I mean, put it out. You know, make sure no one's in there. They're gonna piss on the ashes. <laughs> Look, Scooter okay. McGavin, Scooter McGavin. Oh, that we're, yeah, we're, we've we've we've. That might be a I good one right there. Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't talk shit about this team anymore. It's just the same. It's the same innuendos, the same fucking cliches over and over again, man. I also think it's, we shorten the rotation too much. I just like to say that before we go, we should just gonna throw that in right at the end. You be like, yeah, just rotation too short. No, After all that, few, every just... every few seconds, I think of a new thing Joe Mazzulla did to piss me off over the last fucking two months. 
He did shorten the fucking rotation too much. He did, he did get better in the last two games. His timeout, his timeouts were better because he had someone telling him. When but like you, you were like, oh, put in Sam Hauser, and I'm like, yeah, in game two, maybe, yeah. or the Atlanta series, maybe. Like you can't be doing that shit in game seven where it's like, well, okay, Sam Hauser, your, your turn, your time to shine. You know, it's like you need to just have a little bit of a more lengthy rotation. I would have liked to see Musala in there, like I, just a little bit of something, something. My, my, where's Blake? My, my guy Blake didn't get any burn in, in, in the rest. Where of- was Blake, bro? All I'm saying is they could have missed shots too. They could have missed shot. Every single one of those guys you just mentioned mentioned could have missed honestly, threes I, I feel in like those remember, last two games as well. Remember, remember last year when Blake came in and like hit a few threes against us, and, and that, that crowd was yeah. we like, "Oh no!" Like, can, can, you, can you imagine? Can you imagine how crazy that crowd would have went if he hit a couple threes in a row? Because the crowd loved Blake Griffin. So I just, I just think that's wild to me that we never even got that moment uh, to even happen during the playoffs. But it, it, it is what it is. I'd, I'd bring him yeah. back. And then he was the most tired human, oh, most tired human say, being I've ever seen in my say, life. I felt I nearly, th- you know, phones, phones are really expensive to replace now. And I nearly threw my fucking phone at the wall when I forget which one of you it was. But first thing this morning, I opened my fucking eyes and you sent me some fucking article about how Robert Williams had a tummy ache, a literal fucking tummy ache. That was the report that came out today. Rob Williams had a fucking tummy ache. You're a tummy ache. Ask, bro. He too harassed us. You're Tom Tom Hurt? I, how do you let that even get out, bro? If I'm Robin Williams, I'd be like, yo, dude, uh, that's a lie. My Tom Tom did not hurt. He hurt. I, that, I don't know who was saying that, but obviously it's fine. If I just had a sicky, sick Tom Tom, I'm so sorry to all the Celtics fans that thought that they heard that. I know it's game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals, and I know I should have played more than 18 minutes a game, and I'm sorry for being such a massive pussy all the time. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I have some of the cases. At least it's over. At least it's over. This bullshit season. I'm all over. Show me good, man. We'll see you next season. Peace. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric acid. Electric acid.